Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Well, I'm doing fan-fucking-fantastic. And yeah, that is my new catchphrase because it is fan-fucking-fantastic and that's why I love using it. Fuck, that is such an awesome uh, uh, catchphrase for me and I'm definitely going to be using it more often. But enough with the rambling because if you are hearing this voice, you probably know that it's a new episode of Sunset Overdrive California podcast and that means... There's also a new guest, and we have another awesome stand-up comedian who joined us for this episode. Yeah, it's Skalk Bezadenot. That guy is really amazing. He's a really amazing uh, stand-up comedian. He's a really amazing actor, and fuck, it, it was just a privilege, you know? It, not even a privilege. It was an honor to have him on our podcast because he was so amazing. We got to talk about such great things. We got to know more about him. Fuck, like, we need more stand-up comedians like him, and it just gets better and better. South Africa has great stand-up comedians, guys. You you really have to take the time to actually go to a, a comedy club and actually go and see these guys because they're fucking amazing you know they're really really amazing all of these stand-up comedians are really amazing but yeah it was a really awesome podcast um we got to film it in a very it's not unusual but it was a really unexpected place and by far it was it was dope doing that uh, you know recording in this in that place where we recorded which you'll hear later on where we recorded it but fuck it was it was great. It was great. So, yeah, enough of my intro because you're now listening to Sunset Overdrive, California. Hello. How are you doing? Good and you? Good, good. Nice to have you, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. Car. yeah. In the Merc. In the Merc. In the it's, Merc. Quite, it's quite a nice car, though. It's an old Merc, just so you know, because no, no, when I like, say to people I have a Merc, they're like, Yo, you're winning at life, and then... Like, no, it's a 1977 Merc. No, but this, still this winning. is winning at life. This is winning, I know. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is, actually. But I mean, just, it wasn't expensive. You, know, you pull up with this type of Merc in the hood. Everybody's just oh, going to look at you, and we're going to still say, wow. Oh, you're good. It's Thank like you. Pulling up with a 325. What's that? Uh, BMW. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 325 IS, right? If you... It's weird because well I, I love cars, but I know nothing about cars. So if my, car, <laughs> if my car breaks, I wouldn't know what the hell to do. So you'll just be there standing like an idiot waiting for somebody. Come on, yeah. somebody help. And I, like like, the oh. look, I like the look of an old car and I like driving an old car, but I can't change a tire, I can't tweak an en anything with the engine, I can't, yeah. That's the modern day, we don't need that anymore, do we? No. Yeah. Like, I guess it's like how you act around women, we all love women, but it's like, how do you, but you don't know how it works. works. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is true though, at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah, we're loving the Merc so far. Thank you. Wish Thank you guys you. could so see far, it. Like, he says so far as if he's going to do something to the Merc, like, like it's going to change. It's going to change our opinion. Of you never know. You never know. <laughs> of what we think of the Merc <laughs> so far. <laughs> we never know, though, at the end of the day. I'm just saying, but know. I love it. You brought the idea. Okay, I love don't, it. Don't know. I love Same it. Justice All right, I love it. I love the car. That's all. <laughs> I love the car. There's no so far in it. I love the car. That's it, and it's done. But then, how's things been going with you, Scout? Like, Busy, bruh. Yeah. Busy. Because like tired, I but 
It's weird because like you're busy doing creative things, but you're too mm. busy to be creative. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you're busy doing shows. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and working on shows and advertising shows. So that's what takes up your day. So you don't almost don't have time to like work on new material. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. normally you would like use like in the day and you like work on some new material, then go on stage at night and do the new material. But now when you're busy in the day as well. It's like, what it, what can I do now? Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't complain. Fuck, there's comedians that sit at, at home wishing yeah, they had so something to do. <laughs> <in the day. laughs> yeah. And actors and everyone, you know. So mm, I never complain it's, about it's being busy, you know. Like we were doing this TV show last year, an Afrikaans TV show. And they were like, I was like, shit, I can't wait for this thing to end because I've got this other thing afterwards. And there's some people who are just like, yeah, after this, I I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm um, kind of yeah, I don't I'll know see what where life out. takes me yeah, I don't know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm doing after this I don't have anything lined up yet so and that's fucking scary man. Yeah, that yeah, is a yeah. super scary feeling for freelancer and I'm very blessed to be able to say I haven't really had that yet like long uh, of um, don't say it you know yeah, yeah, you, exactly. you, you, could, you could jinx it like the milk I haven't had that <laughs> like I haven't had that you see why it was on your case Roy okay okay mm. yeah thank you for that so yeah, I haven't had that where I'm like, uh, yeah, my October is just empty, or whatever, yeah. you know. So um, yeah, so I'm always very happy when I'm busy. I mean, you also recently did a roast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, roast of some easy. How was that? Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Like I, I think I catch people off guard with a roast because my my whole vibe on stage is not. It's kind of like playful mm, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really pick on the audience like in a in a mean way. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, so it's like something that you would expect from someone like, let's say, John Flissmas or whatever, oh, yeah. who's got that vibe. But um, yeah. yeah, but I love roasting. We, I'm actually helping, helping out a little bit on the writing team for the AKA roast. Oh, okay. Hey, but yeah. the people on AKA's panel, I, I saw Obas on the panel. I'm like, wait, what? Why is, yeah, why is Obas on the panel? I mean, What's it's really? always. I didn't even know that. Sorry. <laughs> it's always cool when like. Especially in a roast, I mean, it's normally people like Obas, I think, that will surprise you the most. Because, mm. I mean, in, in the Sumizi roast, there was um, that that news lady. Oh, anchor, word, I, forgot uh, I also name. forgot her name. <laughs> that news oh, anchor, so yeah, bad. I also She's forgot not her name. To this. Oh, I also no, man, so. it's on the tip of my tongue. Same here, come on, come on, come on, guys. No, it's not her. It is not her. Guys, she's on 702. Come on, guys. Okay, How well, could we forget okay, well, all that? Of was, us. That yeah, was the joke on the night anyway. Anyway, everyone said afterwards that she was the best and she blew everyone away. Yeah, she, she, she surprised me as well. And she, oh. yeah, she was cock funny. I was actually waiting for her to hit the F bomb. It's like, yo, I've heard you so many times on the news. Come on, just say it, just say yeah, it. Fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm happy. Good. Yeah. I'm happy. No, that's what I was waiting for when I saw the roast as well. Um. So, wow. yeah, I mean, I, I love roasting and you just, uh, I mean, the trick with roasting is, I guess, if you catch feelings, then people yeah, people no. will see it immediately, and then it just gets awkward. People are like, ooh. Uh, so if, yeah, if you can't people actually try and go in harder once they see you catching feelings, exactly, they, they, they want it to hurt. And the thing is, you you can't be funny when you're emotional. No, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> like that's why also you know how they say, you can never go on stage and joke about a thing that you haven't like kind of gotten over yet. Yeah. yeah. True. You can't go on stage and, and, and um like let's say something happened that made you angry. If you go on stage you still have that anger. You can't 
you're not actually ready to joke about it. Mm. I don't think because then that anger, that real emotion comes mm. through mm. on stage, and then people are like, yo, this is kind of this is too like real, like he's. Too soon, bro. Yeah, it's like a bit like to go maybe go deal with it first and then come back and yeah. make us laugh about about this thing that you're reflecting Later, on or whatever. Yeah. Mm. I mean, also like I, I've had it before as well when you know, I, I'm so uncomfortable when a comedian gets visibly um, angry at an audience member or like when an audience interaction oh okay, okay the yes, comedian yes, yes. visibly goes okay can you now like shut, shut up, up you know and then it's like Whoa. ooh this guy's like really now and then everyone feels uncomfortable yeah, yeah so I've had it before as well and it's not nice but um yeah so yeah emotions uh, the step on the side you know yeah. I'm assuming the that the audience members themselves assuming how, aren't you funny like you're supposed to take everything as a joke in their heads the anything is game for them, especially a roast. I mean, I, I mean, I get it if you just on a on a lineup and then folks start roasting each other and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa why is this a roast now? <laughs> um, but but if you enter into a roast, I mean, there's some level of I'm gonna get you have to be prepared. Gonna get killed tonight, and yeah, that's fine. You need yeah. to, I, I've made peace with that. Okay, mm, yeah, you know? no, it makes sense though, because uh, I've also seen a lot of people, you know, when you do stand up comedy as well, and then there's somebody heckling. And then all of a sudden, like you say, the comedian would start getting angry at the crowd. And it's like, you could have handled this a little bit better. You yeah. Know, a little <laughs> bit better in that in terms of all of that. Yeah. I think it's difficult also with your uh, career. Dealing I mean, with those type of people. I mean, alcohol is the biggest factor normally in that situation. Because yeah. if, you, if you have a good comeback and you shut someone down, a sober person will be able to go, I entered into this battle, I lost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. am going to wave my white flag and yeah. keep quiet for the rest of the show. Yeah. Whereas someone who's like very drunk doesn't even register the embarrassment that they just kind of experience yeah. and that the audience is feeling towards them like, ooh, ooh. this guy just like really got Got, got shut down hard they didn't even register that I remember Robbie said that as well um, yeah. and then and then uh, you know and they carry on and on and on and I'm like a big fan of the comedy clubs being you know they have to help the comedians and there's mm. a certain point where you as the comedian if, after you've spoken to someone two three times and been like yeah man shut up or whatever and like or you do it in a funny way obviously yeah. but after like two three times then the just kick him out. Then it's like okay, comedy club is a step in management or a bouncer or whatever. Okay, yeah. Say yo, you're out. And mm. um, I was speaking to someone when I watched Dave Chappelle in Robbie. You know, open for Dave Chappelle yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in Cape Town and Joburg. And I was speaking to someone who told me about Dave Chappelle's management. And you know, those 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 international guys are very strict. We're actually not strict at all. Yeah, guys just, guys in our shows are just taking Insta stories for days. There's like I mean Insta stories at least like fifteen seconds, but it's like still your material yeah, getting recorded. Bit, yeah. So I've seen some people sitting with their phone for like ten minutes at a time in a show. Just like recording, you know, then I I'm normally like ah oh, whatever, they're just gonna like show that to like a friend or two. That's fine. But Dave Chappelle, uh, all those guys, you, your phone, did you go to the Dave Chappelle show? No, 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 I didn't go. Your I phone remember. Your phone gets put into this little, it's kind of like made out a of, box. like, no, like what a scuba suit is made of, like oh, that, that kind okay, of material. Okay. And it's sealed with a, a magnet 
that only a certain machine can, can unlock again. Oh, so it can right. still fit in your pocket. Your phone is totally unusable. Like similar to this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so it's like totally unusable, and you have to then just go afterwards, and they they like put it into a little machine. Mm, it's almost okay. like those things they put on clothes. Oh, like oh, the tag. in the shop, okay. like those tags. Yeah, that they have to use. Yeah, they have to use that special machine to remove it. So it's basically that thing. So they're like super strict, and the, and the, then the security get at the venue get briefed that okay, if someone heckles Chappelle, he will respond. As soon as he moves on from from that interaction, Take you as the security guard, you go, you say, cool, first warning, that happens again, person's out. Mm. Some, um, and they even, they even put up signs, no phones, no heckling. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, I think some people think like, heckling is part of the show, like it has to be part of it. It, do, go, it really go, doesn't. Bro. When the comedian invites it, like Jimmy Carr will invite Invited, it. Yeah, so he'll go, Heckle me. What is your best heckle? Come on, give me your best shot. Then people, but like, comedy is such an art. It's like yeah, almost sometimes, so sometimes a, a heckle can turn into like something great and it can be a jewel for the comedian. And sometimes you're like, geez, I'm glad that guy piped up because it allowed me to like make something really funny out of it. Um, but you also at the same time you go, thank God I thought of something funny because <laughs> if I didn't, I would have been looked like been an fucked, asshole yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, and, and so, yeah, sometimes a heckle just really can like ruin mm. your set. Yeah, no, I understand. You know, but, but some people are like, oh, let's heckle the comedian. He's going to love it. He's going to think it's yeah. fucking awesome that this is happening. It's like, no, bro. You kind of like, like just, because they don't understand like that heckle came in right before the punchline totally fucked up and the flow. Like, great. Oh. Yeah. Great. Um, Look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or sometimes you like react in such a mean way and you're like, I don't want to, to be that guy tonight to, <laughs> to tune you that hard but you, you didn't you, you made me, me do it you made me do it yeah it's like you forced my hand mm. uh, but yeah so I mean um, when I was in Edinburgh last year I did a gig in Glasgow at a comedy oh, club okay. there and it was so strict man they don't allow even like same sex um, groups Whoa, what the... Like, they won't allow, like, four just like guys. guys. yeah. I've, I've Which makes like, sense, yeah. Because they would go... Because the argument is, if it's a group of just guys or a group of just girls, they tend to uh, kind of... The party starts at their own table and they no, kind but of it's true. forget about the show. Mm. So your group has to be mixed in terms of sex and gender and whatever. And you also have to be... They don't allow stag dudes. You don't allow in parties. Ask any comedian. At any given night at our comedy clubs, there's, like... A bachelor party Jesus or a Hindu or whatever, and those are always when backstage. When you when you hear uh, that big table over there, that's a bachelor party. Oh yeah, yeah. as a comedian, like ah oh, fuck, oh, I got to no. deal with that tonight. <laughs> like you, that is like the worst news you can get. Yeah. <laughs> so and 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 you know what? Like it's not like people aren't enjoying the show because like oh it's so strict here because they're so strict. Everyone enjoys the show. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. everyone can just sit and laugh and you don't have to, like, worry about... And use the, the comedians have a good time because they feel like they, they're protected by the comedy club. They feel backed up. Mm. Um, I was also going back to that uh, same-sex, uh, no same-sex rule group, right? Yeah. It's, it's a perfect way to also meet new people. For example, you can be going there and they'll be like, hey, there's a girl. Let's go, let's go inside. Yeah, and then exactly. from there you talk to her and you're like, well, kids, this is how we met. And then you see perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. It, it, it's, a, it's also a great idea. They, they shouldn't see the negatives in it. It's awesome, yeah. 
Yeah, you kind of forced to play cool in in most cases. Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. act a fool in front of girls. So yeah. you have to <laughs> play the part. Like hey, yeah, yeah exactly. You see, you know, in front of your, in front of your friends, niggas start wilding out and start doing like the most wildest, thing. wildest And also, when it's, especially when guys, it's like. Um, I would imagine what a legend I will be <laughs> yeah, in front of my friends. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I say something so funny that even the comedian on stage doesn't know what to say. Like, I will be a fucking legend mm. forever. Like, people will be like, yo, that time you chirped the comedian and he had no comeback. That is awesome. And then everyone's like... And, yeah. Yeah, dude, and it never that. works out. Yeah. I've never yeah, seen yeah, that situation yeah. play out. I remember watching um, when Chappelle had his Netflix special, right? Yeah. You actually explain to the crowd, like, I, I tell everyone to please switch off their phones. No phones are allowed in here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, going back to what you're saying about the whole phone policy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. now it starts disturbing him, it throws him off. And then now you complain, ah, oh, bruh, but is this what I paid for? Forgetting you the ones disturbing him. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. you want to come complain and say, yeah, but he said it wasn't funny. But you guys were disturbing him the whole night. Yeah. How you expect to even get, get the, the joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, comedy on the cell phone will always look cuck. I don't care if you have the newest <laughs> iPhone. I love that shit. <laughs> like a concert, a comedy set, yeah. anything you film from a crowd looks cuck. It doesn't look like a good time. Only something that's pro- professionally filmed by. Yeah. So don't even like bother trying to make your friends jealous. Look, I was at a comedy show. Post a picture before of the curtains close and be like about to watch some comedy. That's Post it. a photo afterwards saying great show and you have a picture of the comedian. Like, but now you you film on your camera and all, all, all you can hear on the audio is always like... <laughs> and then you watch that video and you're like, this looks shit. Like, I don't want to be there. What the hell's going on? Yeah. And you also what the same thing that happened with that um that concept with Beyonce and Jay Z, the Global Citizen. Global Citizen. Right? Yeah, I did that mistake. I think they just they broadcast the whole thing for the whole day with all the artists. Once Jay Z and Beyonce came on, I think it's the first two minutes now. Mm. Yeah. And after they cut the set, but for the people watching at home, so people, oh, why? So now Jay and Beyonce actually requested that, like, no, but these guys actually paid. Yeah. Well, to come and watch the show. To come watch the show, and you guys want the very same experience from your own TV test, like, isn't it unfair for the guys who had to fork out, like, a grand yeah. to come watch us perform? And now you guys have to see that from, saying, like, nah, it's unfair. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm saying maybe the comedy club should now start changing a little bit in South Africa as well. Yeah, I mean, but it's just about, like, like uh, more, a bit stricter. It's just, I think, sometimes the comedy clubs are scared of their audience. They're like, we don't want to um, address this guy, we don't want to kick this guy out because he's not going to come back um, he's going to tell all his friends that he got kicked out and they're not going to come here and they're scared of losing business. But actually, the opposite happens because if you allow, allow that guy to to run a mark, mm. mm-hmm. the 10 people around him are not enjoying the show. Those they 10 don't people come don't come back because yeah, they're like, true. because they're going to go, oh, how was the night? Yeah, it was okay. The comedians were really good, but there was this guy that just kept, like, heckling, and he was so drunk, and he just, like, he kept talking loud to his friends, mm. and we couldn't actually enjoy the comedy because this dude was just, like, totally uh, being, like, a huge distraction. Yeah, and, and nothing was done about him. And nothing was done about him. The comedians tried dressing him, but he was too drunk to, to register. So, and, uh, it was a shit night. Yeah, like, so it was uh, a shit night. I mean, if you are the table behind the rowdy table, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, no, no. Um, the rowdy table, the only ones having a good time. The, 
the but, other but, tables but, around. But them. what did you say? You say the party starts at that table, so of course they would have obviously at that best time. Yeah, said, yeah, exactly. Screw this, like honestly. No, it's not about them though. It's about the comedian exactly. at the end of the you're day. Not there <laughs> for the guy that you're sitting behind, you're there to watch the comedian, and he's there to perform for everyone else. Uh, you know? so this guy disturbs the whole night. Everyone's night becomes shit because of him. Uh, it's like nah, bro. And also, like no one, you know, you like want to listen to the comedian's material. You don't want to listen to the comedian going the whole night. What did you say? Okay, I'm uh, a, I'm a puss. Okay, cool. Well. <laughs> Um, well, shush, I don't know, like, it's like lame Yeah, I do agree with you on that One thing I do want to ask, what actually uh, made you go into comedy? What made me go into comedy, like, I've, acting was always like my big, like, sort of thing I always wanted to be an actor and, like, stand-up comedy I mean, I'm like Afrikaans, I grew up Afrikaans, watched Afrikaans TV And, like, stand-up was never really on TV that much Yeah, I don't think so Everyone knew Trevor Noah, but I never like really had stand-up DVDs or whatever. So oh, yeah. I, I kind of knew I knew what stand-up was, but I didn't really have like a massive interest in it. And then I didn't um, get into UCT when I auditioned for for drama. There. Oh, okay, okay. And then I really needed to get on stage because I was doing like uh, cl- classes in which I was doing theory. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't getting on on a stage, you know. So I was like, uh, I just need to get on a stage, and I. Um, saw an opportunity to do a stand-up set somewhere and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll write a few minutes and I started stand-up in, in, in that first year and it started going better and better and better um, and then eventually I was like, this is a very cool thing to like be able to do mm. when I'm not acting. Yeah, but that is Acting was still the focus and then after about a year, I was like, I, was like, I think this is going to take a turn because I think eventually I'll be more of a comedian that... Uh, now and then act and also can act yeah rather than an actor that also can do stand-up mm, and that has totally happened you know like um when people talk about me they they said that comedian they don't go that it's actor, actor yeah. yeah um it's not i like mean the jamie fox type of thing right? yes you know jamie as a comedian as the actor before you know him as a comedian yes yeah. exactly exactly like kevin hart you know kevin hart as a comedian before an actor, actor. yeah it's yeah. true yeah though. kevin hart louis ck Chris Rock, they're yeah. all like wow. first and foremost comedians, stand-up yeah. comedians, and and they're like, oh, but but he can, he's also actually a great dramatic, dramatic actor. Mm. Um, I'm glad Kevin Hart is showing his his dramatic side yeah. as well now in that that new movie. I haven't seen it. Oh but, yeah, well, yeah, well, he's pushing that guy on the wheels. Well, Brian Creston, yeah. yes, yeah, I remember now. Oh. Actually, um, for, I actually forgot about it. I should watch yeah, it as well. It. Uh, it's always really refreshing when you see a comedian like kill it in a in a dramatic role that's always mm. like that's awesome yeah, I seeing that you, you, you don't have one trick type of situation yeah one yeah. trick pony yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah because yeah. they try and cast him like in funny roles all the time like no but we want to see him like, in a different act. light actually yeah. act yeah, yeah. Like, are we saying an Eddie Murphy type of thing uh, right where it's yeah. not like just comedy oh okay yeah so if they actually gave you a role for a hugely dramatic I, I did, I did, I did do um, a movie called Canary, um, which sort of was in cinemas end of last year, and it's on DCV box office now. And it, um, yeah, that that movie's not. I got a lot of messages from people saying not not what I expected. Whoa! Um, as we go and watch it tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm very proud of that role, and um, that's a, like totally dramatic role. Okay, and yeah. I think a lot of people also just don't even know that I studied 
acting. So people are like, hey, you can act. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I studied it for four years. Of course I can act. Um, but yeah. Hi, sorry, we had to pause. I had to go up to my flat. <laughs> I love how everybody's going to be so confused and they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just t- time has passed between earlier and hearing my voice now. Ten minutes has passed. I had to go up to my flat. I had one of I had a show last night and I had one of those twenty-four McDonald's Whoa. one in the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've been nights, there. A lot of red wine. Yeah, and, don't worry. Yeah. I've been there as well. Mm. And you, I don't know why, but like when I'm when I'm a bit tipsy, mm. I always just you know when you just order like random shit, like when you're drunk, you order just random shit from McDonald's that you would never like, look, I don't it's like spicy point. things. Also, I'm like, give me the double chili, <laughs> the chili burger. Make it extra spicy, please. Chili me? burger. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, those are the Someone nights. on Twitter was actually saying that uh, one of my guys, Frank, he's like, food is actually like the worst thing to buy when you have money because it's like, what did I buy this for? Like, nothing makes you regret spending money as much as when you do on food that you didn't actually want. Especially when you're tipsy. Yeah, because yeah, you're never like really hungry actually. You just want to like something to. You, you already have that feeling like I'm going to feel terrible tomorrow, so you just want anything to absorb the alcohol. Which doesn't help. Though. Which doesn't help. Yeah, it, it never makes you helps. Feel worse. It was, yeah. Yeah, so the movie. The movie, yes. Yes, the movie, before we get so sidetracked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was a. I expected. It's, uh, it's quite a controversial movie, um, especially for Afrikaans and. Afrikaans people being stereotypically like quite conservative, uh, especially the, mm, the theater okay, yeah, movie going yeah. audience. And it's a, it's a gay film. It's based on a true story. And uh, yeah, I expected like a massive backlash, to be honest, to be like, this is... This is bull. This is, yeah. this is Satan's work, basically. <laughs> um, and it, it wasn't that at all, you know. And I was like, very, if I can put it that way, like proud of my people. Oh, yeah. You know, because I, I, I was like, well, you guys like kind of embrace this movie. Uh, and that was that was amazing, you know. It's like very, very I think, tough to that. I think in a way, South Africa is also changing. You know, yeah. all of us are slowly embracing into yeah. so many things yeah. now. It's also of, where you feel like the older generation, because they're holding on to so many yeah, traditions. And traditions, right? Yeah, it's like when yeah. what's that movie? Um, Kosa one they dropped. In Kleba, yeah. I yeah, think. in Kleba, yeah. yeah. In Kleba, where a lot of them were complaining. Oh, this is pornographic. Uh, no, the only sex scene that actually happened there was like very, it's very dark. You can barely see anything happening there. And now they started crying foul. They, no, this sex scene, blah, blah, blah. And then you get an international movie where people are actually having sex in the scene and then everyone's cool with it. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on here? That's South Africa for you. I guess it's always just that thing of like, yeah, but we are different. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but everyone knows those Americans, they just... Yeah, no, we're Americans. <laughs> they don't have morals. Take, yeah, we'll take, we have all the morals. It's like, ah, but it's a new generation. You know, you have to embrace it though at the end of the day. Yeah. No, but uh, I think that's also what makes things great because if we're embracing that, then we can also embrace the comedy side of it because uh, a lot of people that also want to get into comedy mm. they can't get into comedy because maybe their parents are not supportive about it it's like yeah i'm gonna do stand-up comedy uh no you know you're not gonna get paid with that I'd rather go to school do that and that's it 
Yeah. So I, I feel like it's more with like anything art, eh? Yeah, and anything to do anything with art. With yeah, a lot of black parents are like, nope. Not, not even black. black. Every, every single parents are like, yeah. No, yeah. that's not gonna get you anywhere. What what's what's this? No, all your cousins are doctors and lawyers and engineers. So. Yeah, well, how is this going to contribute to your family lineage and all of we that? We need that black tax, homie. <laughs> how is this going to help pay back their money? Yeah. So, yeah, it is a really good thing. It's a really good thing that, like, we are embracing all these different things. Yeah. And that that's probably something that white people are the most grateful for is that we don't have black tax. <laughs> yeah, you know, black tax. You hear about black tax, you like, your friends tell you about black tax, you're like... Yo, no. Yeah, okay, life. <laughs> my, my parents, they've, they, they have uh, pension funds. They must. Uh, <laughs> that's why they. That's, that's why they started that pension. Yeah. Is uh, so I can keep my money. Yeah, yeah, basically, and then we're just here complaining, complaining. It's like, guys, we are the pension fund. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh. I remember, um, actually, Trevor breaking it down properly for for Oprah mm. when Oprah's asking what black tax actually is. Yes, yes. And then he, when he said to Oprah, it's like, you know how there'd be, say, a hurricane in a place, right? And then the government is going to step in to try and help everyone back up on their feet. Once everyone is back up on their feet, it's like, okay, now you guys can, can fend for yourselves now. Mm. Whereas with black tax, it's like, if you're going to take things like, say, um, what's this, um, apartheid and everything that's happened prior to that, they throw the black kid in there and the parents are thinking, okay, now, once you start working, you're going to have to start feeding the parents, the grandparents... You're gonna have to put your sisters and brothers through school and do yeah. everything for them and you haven't even done anything for yourself. So it's like luckily with him, his mom told him, like, I don't want you to stress about any of that. Uh, focus uh, focus on building for yourself. Yeah. The wonderful world of black tags, okay. I get it. <laughs> I, I actually got in it now a bit more, thanks yeah. to Trevor's analogy. So it makes sense. See, I think maybe the the thing with white people is just like in your mom starts going you know, when one day you work, you just need to make sure that myself and your dad, la, 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 You're like, I can't hear you from Australia. I'll put you in a nice little, um, why did I forget that Why did I forget that line? It's like, you see, the black text is getting into me. Because all home does not exist in your vocab. There's no That's true, you just stuff them in an old age. Yeah, because my mom was like, yeah, so... I, I'm just waiting for the day you take me into an old age home. Like, oh, wait, what? It's like, yeah, so we, that better not happen, right? <laughs> Get a pool house there, we'll stay there. Oh, no! no. I'm like, no. deep down in the same, like, no, that's not happening. No, um, they'll find their own little place. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, because, I mean, with you can be the one that sits there and says that anything in art can not only produce money, but you also have to love it, you know? Because yeah, that's a mistake I mean, a lot of people do. As yeah, well. I mean, I'm reading this book, and it's not like it's one of those self-help books, and it's the first one I've ever read. But, um, but I mean, I just kind of bought it because I uh, wanted to see what the fuss was about. But it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And it's yes. like, num- yes. number one bestseller, and blah, blah, blah. And this dude actually just says everything you know, but like, he just writes in a, in a, in a, in a cool way. But um, one thing he says is that like, you can't just be in love with the art form. You have to also be in love with the process of getting there. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So, like, an athlete can't just be in love with, like, running around the field in the... Can't just be in love with the race and winning and whatever. It also has to be in love with 
getting up at 5 a.m. Practicing. And going to the gym mm, when the gym yeah, is still is empty true, and like doing all that like and the, the pain and the injuries. You have to be in love with that as well. Mm. Um, and that is why a lot of people are in love with the idea of one day becoming a good guitarist. Oh, but they okay, yeah. are not in love with the idea of sitting every day practicing until your fingers bleed mm. yeah. and I actually I've seen so many people that message me on Facebook and stuff and say Skalk I want to be a comedian um, like how do I do it and then then that was like kind of I think people are shocked to hear how easy it actually is to get up on stage there's so many open mic nights um, one example is Poppies in Melville yeah that's yeah. a really nice one and, and all they say is come on a Monday, watch the show just so you can see what it's about. Talk to us afterwards, and then the next week you'll have a spot. That's literally how easy it is. Uh, so when people go, oh, I want to do stand up, and I go, cool, go to Poppy's. There's a guy called Prince. Um, like, watch the show, chat to him afterwards, and you'll get a spot the next week. Then you don't hear from him again because. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, was it that simple? Because, was, because they, they want like the. like. They, 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 some people prefer an idea just being this impossible idea that I'll never reach. Yeah, like, that is true. Oh, I'd love to, to stand up one day. Ah, but you know, it's so hard. Then it's like, no, no, you can't have a spot. Yeah, ah, I'm doing a show this week. Why don't you open for me? Then it's like, the nerves kick in. <laughs> so as soon as you like kind of offer it to them on a plate um, and say, no, just here it is, grab it. And then... They're like, no, because it's, it's convenient for the thing to be this distant dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you and then one day. put the hard work in. Yeah, and then one day you, you can, like, sit there and look back and go, oh, yeah, I never got to it. I would have loved to. to and you're like, to, whose to fault is that? Huh? Yeah. Whose fault is that? It's your fault for not doing no, it. Because you did not go the length of it. Yeah, it's so easy it's, to blame everyone else and say, oh, oh but there weren't any shows. Yeah, there was that. There weren't any opportunities. There weren't yeah. opening yeah. up the industry. Yeah, that type of talk like so yeah it's actually it's actually way simpler than than people think just to just to get on stage and, and do and do stand up for the first time mm. then after that obviously oh, you need a like in, you yeah. need a hustle you need a stay consistent you need a write new material you need a like go to the different spots you need to like go just watch comedy and like watch show Process. show the other comedians like I'm not just about like getting spots I also like when I come watch shows and learn mm. from watching um, it's like doing your spot going on first and then staying for the rest of the show and watching the other comedians mm. to show like I, I want to watch I want to learn and not just going home afterwards yeah. um, you know so it's like yeah the art of comedy I love it though it, 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 it brings more basically when people are going to listen to this now it makes them you know what don't be afraid, you know, to do this. Well, be afraid because if you die, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, I mean, you gotta you face your fears. It's yeah, it's worth it. Look, if you if you want, like, as cliche as it sounds, like, if you want something bad enough, you will go through the the links, and yeah. it, 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 yeah, wouldn't, it, true, it wouldn't feel like hard work. Like, yeah. Yeah. even though it is hard work, like it wouldn't feel like laborious it wouldn't feel tedious because because yeah, you've got the, the the goal in mind yeah so yeah like the days it. that I'm like fucking tired because I had to like do a show the night before and get up at six the next morning to go do a radio interview for example 
you do that stuff with a smile on your face mm-hmm. because you like this is part of the thing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's great, and you yeah. And sometimes you're like, oh shit, I'm tired today, but then yeah, fuck it's it, fine. I'm it's gonna fine. do it, yeah, yeah. Because I'd rather be tired and working than sitting at home, than energized nothing. and not working. <laughs> yeah, not doing yeah, shit is the worst. Starts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, true. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm going. Home. I'm going to a place now. I'm thinking like, if I had to turn to crime, what crime would I? <laughs> would I even to like what crime would suit me? You know, like, stealing cars. Stealing cars. I'm nah. like way. Mm. Way too nervous for that. Um, white collar. Um, yeah, maybe white collar. Maybe scamming. <laughs> yeah, maybe scamming. Email. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah, five, did you watch that five festival documentary? Yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, oh, After that, word. yo, I'm selling five tickets to Trevor Noah's yeah, like, like, backstage. I guess, yeah, that that. You actually see mine. it happen at like, um, what's this? Like soccer games just outside where the guys are selling like fake tickets. Yeah. And then now the guys aren't allowed into the stadium because like, no, but that's a counter fake ticket. So now all the fans that bought like <laughs> fake tickets all create like a sort of mob. So just, <laughs> just as the guards open up, they all rush in. They push the guards aside. So now you can't tell who has the fake ticket because now yes. the fans have got the actual tickets are like steady streaming into yeah. the stadium. Yeah, because like, they know. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. We're all going inside. That is, oh gosh. Oh, but he's made his cash. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that guy's gone. Tired. Don't give Skulker an idea now. You see, giving him ideas of doing crime, though. <laughs> no, 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 but he's tired. He's not energized. You never... Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. okay. If, if you were okay. energized and not working... Yeah. Then it's a different story, yeah. Got, I, I, don't, I, I don't think there's, like... They, oh, there must be, but... <laughs> they, uh, is there a thing like a tired criminal? This is... This is dude, no. like... Very tiredly <laughs> lifting this TV, like, oh, I'm so tired. Why am I Oh, these late nights are killing me. <laughs> no. These early mornings. So you're telling me I must walk down these stairs to put the TV in the car? Yeah, it's our getaway car. Oh. It's like, but do, do we have to do it at two in the morning? Oh, yes. every time? How about two in the afternoon? We can sleep late. No, dude, we can't do it. <laughs> That'd be a perfect comedy, though. Think about it. It would be a perfect show, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, you wanted to ask a question. Uh, oh yeah, it's about the jerseys. Yeah, bro, where do you get those jerseys? I, once again, this is like the comedy thing. It's way <laughs> simpler than people think. But once again, people don't want to put in the hard work because people are like, where do you get your jerseys? That w- what they want me to say is there is a jersey store in Cresta <laughs> called Jersey Skulls Jerseys Inc. and. You just walk in there and all the jerseys that I wear are hanging there and you can buy them and they're reasonably priced and whatever. Until I tell them, dude, you have to just find like hospices and secondhand clothing stores and you have to like drive around and when you see one, you have to stop and you have to walk in there and you, it's not just going to be hanging in the wind, you have to like rummage through like old socks and cuck (laughs) to find like that bargain and then they're like, and once again, they don't ever hear from them again. You're like, oh, so you blue ticked me. Thank you. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was trying to help you, dude. But yeah. okay, be like that. Well, at least you know now. Yeah, but I mean, it's oh, just yeah, years yeah. of like got it out. collecting, I guess. Yeah. So like I've, I bought one one jersey in like that was in my first year and I wore it out and I was still a student at UCT and then it, all the people that now were like, yeah, man, dope jersey. Just like in passing, random. So it's like, yeah. oh, man, I love this look. And then... Just every time there was like a second-hand market, I would like walk in and then 
find a jersey here, find a jersey there. Sometimes mm-hmm. you find two, sometimes nothing. And then just over the years, I've like built up my collection. And that's your trade. Now I'm at a point where I've like have a lady that I can get custom jerseys made and she she's a proper old lady she she knits by hand oh wow okay and it's that's also the answer we want you can literally <laughs> you can literally um say like okay i want the nike symbol on it i want like my name on it she can knit anything but i don't like giving people a number because she's she's not a businesswoman she's just like an old lady who sits at home so she she undercharges i tell her at least like (laughs) two two three weeks of just sitting there like her hands look like knickknacks fingers look like knickknacks afterwards from like being in spasm from knitting so much and then she's like then people like can i just give you 500 rand and then she's like okay oh, <laughs> I'm like no come on come, come on, on Danny you must like charge these people man oh, you sound like my mom yeah <laughs> she's too nice she's too, too nice, nice <laughs> and it's hard work with all of these eh it's yeah. really hard work you yeah. go there yeah so who made you this oh no yeah I just have this sweater you know it's amazing who made it uh, some person don't worry about it here's it like uh uh-uh. uh Credit her for doing that work. It's always hard work doing all of this. Mm. So like, she needs. Uh, what are those jerseys that Scoop likes wearing? The uh, Makosa by uh, La Duma. I don't know those ones. I don't know. You know those ones? I also ones, don't um, know them. <laughs> I mean, you seen the one. Um, I think the patterns are very. Cosa the patterns like. that you obviously are Kosa. Like, <laughs> what they use usually when they come from initiation school. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So he wanted to have like dope outfits for them because he felt like they were very bland and stuff. And then mm. built up his label from there. Man's international now. Okay, I don't know him. That's <laughs> how I know him, actually. Man's international. Isn't that guy that, that, that Woolworths copied yes, and then there was him. that big thing? Yes, oh, really? Him, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. very, have you seen those, like, very colorful? Uh, okay, jerseys? I think of yes. him. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's that, like, I don't consider myself... I don't consider myself, like, your average uh, white person or, like, your super stereotype white person. Mm. But that is one part where I'm... Super stereotype. I love Woolies. I love... I call it Woolies. And, like, nothing bad enough would happen for me to boycott Woolworths. Like, Woolworths is dope. Because you know how many times my girlfriend and I will say, no, man, we must boycott Woolworths. Fuck, man. They, they, we, mustn't Fuck. Shop here. we mustn't shop here anymore. Look how much plastic they, they wrap their stuff in. And it's like, just... Do you need this much plastic to... To put something in, then the next day I'm just back and there. Like you, you guys saying that at the Woolworths store, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 at like, the Woolworths store. In, in the store. car with our Woolworths packet. Yeah, How to wrap the chicken this much? So you bite the pie. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, um, oh, so should we go to Woolworths again tomorrow? Yes. Yes. So eventually, the other day I said to her, I don't know if Woolworths could ever do anything so bad that I would boycott. Like, what would the, the what would the point B for me where I'm like I will never what would the (laughs) they're like there's this like wonderful artist and you know what they just copy these patterns like total plagiarism yeah, I'll still <laughs> I'm still going. I'm still uh, going. How much is that? <laughs> oh, they I'm stole, they stole this recipe from this old lady. She's dying of hunger now because no one's buying her product anymore because Woolworths can make it cheaper. Yeah, still, uh, we're still going. I'm still and going. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know the person. It's like, but I, I, I didn't know about this story. Who was the person who have to like kick my mom in the shin? To actually, <laughs> my own mother to be like, okay, now nah, I, I won't go to Woolworths. But I think that's, like, that's, really. that's actually the case with like all big corporations. Yeah. Where if we actually to look deeply into how these big corporations run, it's like, oh, but these guys actually 
the guy is killing the planet. Hey, but I still need that coke, though. <laughs> I still, still need, need coke, those though. shoes. I mean, everyone always does it, like... With Nike. Like, yeah, like with Nike and with, like, whatever, with all the brands. Everyone's just like, no, nah, I'm not wearing this brand anymore because they had the scandal where that ad they... Especially with ads, that mm. ad they did, I didn't like it, and... <laughs> Not with buying their product. Oh man, that never lasts. One week Funny later. Yeah. So how much is the? They they have a sale right now. Okay, we need to go. Last um, week they had the same thing with Gucci. Where Ish. Gucci added the. Oh, the blackface. Oh, the blackface. Which I still don't see it as blackface, but it's like okay, okay, okay. I'm not gonna be yeah. the majority I one black guy. But because I didn't see what what was going on, and then someone's like, "Hey yo, uh, we boycotting Gucci." Blah blah blah. Then like, oh, everyone's okay. like. Yeah, cool. It's still Gucci, though. It's still Gucci, so we need to go again. I though. But it's great, though, at least. I, I guess it's one of those things, because at the end of the day, you still kind of hurt the, those big corporations, though. So that's how it is. Nah, I don't, you, you hurt them for like a week. But now the thing is, you see what, what people mess up with. We make a trend on Twitter. It's like with H&M. Yeah, H&M, they're calling us monkeys, blah, blah, blah. But now you guys tweeting about it is actually giving it more hype. It's giving it more hype, right? Exactly. But no, no one's stopping to say, I'm not going to go shop. It's like when the EFF went there to go like destroy the stores. Like, yeah, we're going to go destroy these guys' stores, blah, blah, blah. You guys are giving them more, more hype. People, oh, H&M is selling like dope T-shirts. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, the I wonderful that world. Money, but that sweater back there. Sweater it's it's very good. <laughs> yeah, like as you as you like tearing up a t-shirt, the sweater <laughs> just catches your eye, and you're you like, like, I'm gonna come back for that. <laughs> even oh, it's it, special. You even hide it in a safe place that nobody takes yeah, it. When they're yeah, like, yeah, is this the last one? Yes, it is. Okay, this is what you do. Hide it for me at the back. I'll come back for. I was never here, right? I was never here. <laughs> no, you like, just go with the check plastic and put it in there. <laughs> yeah, that's even much better. You advertise both. Uh, you what? Everything's perfect? Mm-hmm. Are we all perfect? Are there no more questions? I'm cool, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Are we, we're doing these, um, <laughs> we're doing these charity shows. Like, last night we did one, tonight we're doing one. And, uh, yeah. Are we good people? Oh. We, we're talking about, like, boycotting and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. are we good people? So then, you know, like, last night, all the artists there were like, jeez, you know, like, we're such good people. We organize these charity shows. Nah. But at the same time, you, it, part of it is also, like, um, you feeling good. About, yeah. Exactly. Personally, because you, you can go, I did charity, mm, you know? So that, that even sense. though you do something for someone else, it also, in a way, becomes about you because... Yeah. You're like, yeah, because how, like, so now you're walking around with kind of like an arrogant, how amazing am I that I put together a show that, you <laughs> know, you, and you post, thank you guys for coming to support this great cause. Meanwhile, it's actually just publicity yeah. Yeah. for yourself, you know? Yeah. And then we're all there. What was the cause again? Oh. So I like asked myself the question, the like, kids, uh, you know, you, know, you need, just need to stay on track. Like, no, this is for the cause it's not yeah. for me to feel good about myself or to be able to post on to say on, on social media saying yeah. look at this great cause like that is actually like we just uh, need to post on social media to get the shows to sell the tickets but yeah. then after that it should there shouldn't be the photo of handing over the check there shouldn't be the photo of 
yeah. all the artists like huddling together, feeling nice, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like so, some, I think but, some quote that says, um, "If you expect to be thanked for doing nice things, then you aren't a nice person." Exactly. Thanks yeah, for that. A lot of people uh, assume. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm saying thanks for that. Now, now that'll make me feel less like a shitty person. Well, I mean, if this quote makes you feel better, this isn't by a famous person. This is just by my friend Brad, um, who who now lives in London. He's, Shout out to Brad. He said, um, <laughs> great comedian, by the way. We, we did comedy in South Africa. Very, very funny. So um, Brad just had this quote that was just like, everyone's an asshole. And He's that right. is, right. everyone is an asshole. Yes, that yes. is true. Every single person, you, 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 me, Everyone is an asshole. And if you just remember, he said to me, if you just remember that, then life will be way easier. Because every time you're disappointed, you'll just go, everyone's an, an asshole. asshole. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah, you, like, yeah. you, you save yourself so much disappointment because as soon as you want to be disappointed in someone, you'll just go, but of course they disappointed me because everyone's an asshole. Sure. That, and you yeah, just include changes, yourself. Yeah. Facts. So, that, wow, that made me change everything. I thought it was 10 past 10, but oh, my bad. It's facts o'clock. It's facts o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. That's what it is. Yeah, but then... It's woke o'clock. It's woke o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, Skull, it was a pleasure having cool. you on the cheers, podcast. Assholes. Yeah, cheers to Just remember asshole. that when you, you go to sleep asshole. at night. As Everyone is an asshole. Just As remember you you're an asshole. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> we burn the Mercedes and we and remember what you tell us. Everyone's, oh, everyone's an asshole. asshole. And then we're all gonna be happy. Like, yeah, well, you burn my house, I burn your Mercedes, we're all assholes. Yeah. That's how it is. I mean, come on. We're good. Yeah.